0: Welcome to the Spotlight Series Podcast. I'm your host, Slick Sean. Man, I got the dopest gig in the world. I get to have conversations with entertainers and entrepreneurs and listen to their inspiring stories. You can stream the podcast at SpotlightSeries.net, watch on Roku TV, Facebook Watch, IGTV, and listen on all podcast platforms. In a world full of darkness, the spotlight is on you. What's good, world? It's the homie Sleek Sean with the Spotlight Series podcast. I got a special guest here with me today. Hip-hop artist, major skills. I'm talking about dope, dope female artists right here. I got Keith Turner in the spotlight with me. What's good, Keith? What's good? What's good? Thank you so much for having me. And what? I'm just so glad you're here. Uh, It's all love. Hey, I'm just glad you're here. I think I met you. Y'all, I met Kia about I want to say about three four years ago. We performed yep. at, uh, at an event at uh, together. Yep. Man, I was I was digging the vibes. Her flows is dope, dope. So I appreciate it. After doing this podcast, I knew she was somebody on my my wish list for the longest. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being on here.
1: I am glad to grant your wish.
0: <laughs> Blessing you. the spotlight <laughs> series. <laughs> yes. So I got a few questions I want to ask you today. So uh, where are you from? I am from,
1: okay, born in Jacksonville, Florida, raised in Virginia Beach, and currently in Atlanta. Military brat. So I, I even lived in Philly as a child, like, but I can't claim that because I was only there for like <laughs> a very short while. Military life, military daddy, Navy. Blame the government.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I
1: I claim VA, though, because that's where I grew up. I mean, I grew up there. Like, that's what I know. You know what I mean? I don't know Jacksonville like that. I don't know Philly. I don't, you know, uh, VA all day. Definitely.
0: No doubt. And I, I knew that, I knew that about you, you know, even though I, I know you lived here in the A when I was living in Alabama before I moved here, but I knew you represented the VA and yeah. you, do that, you do that well. No yeah, doubt. yeah.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Gotta make home proud. For Gotta sure. make home proud.
0: Yeah. So what was your childhood like growing up?
1: Well, shoot, military life, you know, we did move around a lot. Um, in Florida specifically, like there were a few places we we bounced around to, um, but we settled in, in Virginia and uh child, my growing up in Virginia was cool though. Cause I lived in, hold on. I got to give you all a disclaimer. Look, if y'all hear snoring in the background, that's my <laughs> loud puppy. I got a puppy. She like five months and she a micro bully and she snore like crazy. So pardon that y'all. However, back to us want to give y'all that disclaimer. <laughs> she behind me like <laughs> So um but yeah grow, growing up in um in Virginia was 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 cool. Uh it taught me a lot about diversity because when you grow up in a military family, you know, and you live in these military housing uh uh complexes you tend to live around all kinds of people black white <laughs> Filipino especially in VA Filipino uh Hispanic everything so I had a very diverse childhood I hung out with some of everybody you know what I mean yeah. it was like a melting pot so my childhood was like a melting pot really you know because of the 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 military you know, um, it was kind of weird too because, you know, your 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 white homegirl across the street, daddy got a Confederate flag hanging on his garage, but in the morning he gotta get on the boat with your pops. but we had it was very it was weird it was very weird at times it was just like hmm you know but (laughs) y'all fighting y'all in the military together you know what i mean but um but the kids man we stuck together we did we stuck together so um grew up learning a lot about the value of friendship you know, the value of having that, you know, leaning on people because, you know, you, you got you, your pops gone for half of the year, six months on deployment. So, you know, you leaned on a lot of different families. Everybody leaned on each other because, you know, yeah. pops won't really around like that. Or your mother, you know, it wasn't just men that were on deployment. It was women too, you mm-hmm. know, who were in military housing or you had sometimes it'd be both parents. You know, I, I have friends that had both parents in the military, believe Man. it or not, and they were both go on deployment at times so it was just it was very different growing up you know like that but uh but it was it was it was I I was in a musical household because when when my pops was home off of deployment one of the one of his main things to do when he came home was to get on that guitar and go in and that's where the whole music that's where the, the, the music came in so
0: no doubt so it's so it's in your genes then huh
1: it's de- definitely in my genes, and, and the older I get, and the more uh, history I begin to learn about my family, I'm like, golly, this is really just meant to be, man. Like my pops, my my uh, my great great uncles, um, cousins. I mean, like my brothers, I, my my siblings. Like everybody has their hand in music to some type of capacity. Most of them, not just oh. all of them, but most of them. Yeah. And I'm still learning about more relatives that are in it for real. You know what I'm saying? Like I just found out uh last a couple of weeks ago, I got to hang out with my dad. Um he was telling me stories about his his great uncles that mm-hmm. were singing, singing in the church, gospel groups and what have you. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs>
0: <It's>, <laughs> I couldn't
1: miss. I I couldn't miss. I couldn't miss.
0: All right. Speaking of of not missing, I got a track queued up called Shoot for the Stars. You know what I'm saying? So I'm about to play that thing. Here we go, y'all. Spotlight series. Shoot for the stars. Keep turning.
1: Yeah. Flipping table and identities. Uh-huh. Who ain't paying dues They buying their views And taking up space like Apollo 3 But we really rocking with, with ours Out of this world with the bars Should be a celebrity bodyguard wow. How I shoot for the stars okay. Elevating uh. until I reach a whole constellation I treat the scene like a light like bright right? Rearrange it to my own creation It's no illusion we're never losing you think they winning and it's so amusing because they got a bag with their pieces compromised wondering why life is so confusing keeping my soul Nokia I'm riding with God like Peter but don't get it twisted they come for me once and you won't see their face like see I gotta cover my gravy though all over the biscuit till you choke never water it down and have higher hopes that you see my name through your telescope. Yeah. I shoot for the stars never thought I'd get this far rocking it way past Mars supernovas quasars now I the stars, I shoot, I shoot, shoot, big banging through the universe. Got it all on my own, straight out the dirt. Hit my target when I go to work. When I shoot for the what? I shoot for the stars, keeping it fly as an asteroid. Yeah. Headed for Earth through the blackest void. On the radar, as a right now. When, when I, I hit, hit everything will be destroyed. You can't escape, embrace the fate like an inmate's last in the plate. plate. I'm serving a hell of a dish. Enjoy every bit before you disintegrate. I penetrate through the atmosphere, put a ball on the front like a ton of deer. Trying to flee from a wildfire, but they turned the from the ever that's golden, and if you ask me to bring the heat, my answer is molten. Keep more lava than Hawaii, magma be the flow that's finally stay erupting on every doubter, and doing with Pompeii Grimery, make sure my impressions felt just like a sting that'll make your wealth, haters hey, sitch for my downfall, but I'm choking them all with a riot spell, never thought I'd get this far, rocking it way past Mars, supernovas, quasars, how I shoot for the stars, big banging through the universe, got it all of my own straight out the dirt. Hit my target when I go to work. When I shoot for the huh? I shoot for the stars.
0: Open the stars. Shoot for the that was shoot for the stars by yeah. Keith Turner. Woo. Man. So so uh, take me take me on the journey. Where so what what what, what got you into the, the zone to write that and what took you there to get to the them, them bars right there? Man,
1: I gotta shout out Jay Swift's and his son, J.R. Swift's. So Jay Swifts, which is J.R. Swift's the producer that produced track, J Swifts is his dad. <laughs> Um. real quick, both of them are on uh, Papoose's new album, the both of them. Like, it's uh, it's, it's an anomaly. You have a father and son who are both producers and because hip-hop isn't that old, you know that that age gap still allows a father and son to be in the yeah, same, you know what I mean? Sure. So, I just want to plug that real quick because they're wow. both in Incredible. I mean, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So J.R. Swifts had this track, and there was an artist big ups to Ray Luger, all right? Ray Luger was gonna put this track on his album. J. Swifts was like, hey, let's get a feature. J. Swifts found out about me through Instagram. I wanna salute, I'm trying to walk you through it and give my salutes as I go because shout <laughs> out to everybody that shares and reposts and likes and comments on Facebook, Instagram, all, all social media, shouts out to people that do that. Okay. Because if it weren't for people sharing my music, I would have never been introduced to a Jay Swifts or J.R. Swifts or a Ray Luger. You know what I mean? So because somebody shared my music on Instagram, Jay Swifts found out about me. Hit me in the DM and was like, hey, got an artist. Want you to feature on the track. The track is what you heard. Shoot for the stars. Now, when I got the track, there wasn't a concept, nothing. He was just like, hey, it's an open track. Do what you feel. Did what I felt. Sent it back. And Jay Swifts hit me up and was it, with, with J.I. Swifts on the line and was like, yo, uh." go ahead and just write a second verse. I think we'll just go ahead and have you just do the song. <laughs> so I was like, okay. And at the time, I'm like, all right. You know how Ray feel about it? He hit Ray. Ray, Ray said, you good, yo. You killed that, that first verse. Go ahead do a second. Just, it's yours. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> And you know, um, when I did my research, because I like to do my due diligence on people that I'm working with, so I look up Jr. Swiss and I'm like, oh man, Jr. Swift is, you know, he's he's out there, like he's got all these tracks with uh with Westside Gun, Conway, all that that whole Griselda squad. He's like doing it, so I'm like, man, this is this is this is pretty dope, you know, to have a track by him. Track's incredible, by the way. So yeah, I mean, the song became mine. We started pushing it. And uh, that's how Shoot for the Stars came. Now, when I heard it, what got me in the zone with it was the production just put me on a celestial vibe for some reason. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what it was, but my mind just went to the universe for some reason. I don't know if it's because... I'm a person that likes documentaries and I know sometimes what you watch throughout the day or listen to throughout the day can leave an imprint in your subconscious. Right. And I remember that week before I got the track, I was watching like some, uh, nebula, (laughs) uh, universal, like star documentary about the black holes and the, all of that. So I'm like, So maybe that's why I was on that vibe because early, maybe earlier that week, like when I think about it in retrospect, I'm like, how did I start talking about the stars and shit? Like, how did I get there? And I'm like, oh, I was kind of like looking at this documentary about like the Big Bang and universe and, you know, um, all that stuff. So maybe that has something to do with this. So I was just on that vibe, you know, and started writing about it, crafting it and boom. Did it is. and the there rest is. is
0: history <laughs>
1: and the rest is history so like, talk
0: to me yeah. about your inspirations like when you were growing up who, who were the artists that kind of shaped and molded you because I got a few myself Yeah, tell me about yours yeah
1: I got I got a few um, aside from my dad obviously he's the one that I would watch on a daily when he was home um, playing guitar and playing George Benson, playing Michael Jackson, playing cool in the gang. Like these are cassette tapes that I remember physically picking up like, oh, okay, you know, and playing myself. So aside aside from from those inspirations, my brother was a main inspiration for me because he's literally the first person that picked up the mic in the household and, won, and started rhyming like, the, the things that we were listening to 80s hip hop and all that the big daddy canes the uh the epmds all of that slick rick you know um nwa even though that was like really banned but it was so crazy because <laughs> we, we used to have to sneak that like sneak it you know my mom would hear be right? like hey, ah yeah, listen <laughs> right? records Man, <laughs> crazy but but aside from my from my Family being my inspiration, I I have to say, and I t- I say it every time. And oh, uh, when I meet this woman, <laughs> MC Lights, Light is a rock. Did it for me. Damn yeah. Did it for me. I remember being a youngin, sitting in the middle and uh, of the floor in carper housing apartments, military housing, just sitting there watching a uh, VHS tape. Because at that time, cable was either you had it or you didn't. We, we couldn't afford cable at the time. Uh, Homeboy Q, shouts out DJ Q, used to record videos. He was like the one dude in the neighborhood that had cable, and he would record all the videos on VHS and then like pass it around so we could, I'm showing my age right now, <laughs> but he would like pass around the VHS tape so we could all see the latest videos. It'd be like months and months later, but you were still up to speed because, you know, It was then. (laughs) Nowadays, everything just is in and out, in and out. So sitting there watching this VHS tape and Light as a Rock comes on and I'm like, yo, I want to do that. I know what rap is. I know hip hop. But because she's doing it and and I relate because I'm a female too. Wow. She was my first like wave of inspiration when I seen that light as a rock video it was a wrap I was like yeah yep that's what I want to do right there it was over so that was my main inspiration and then of course like I said my family and then listening to the greats around the house Big Daddy Kane Slick Ricks all of that I mean just, ooh, the Queen, La- Queen Latifah Moni Love you name oh, it oh yeah all, all, it of all. Them, all of the pioneers the pioneers they did it for me
0: they did it yeah. for me it was over yeah i know um ll cool j and okay. slick rick were my they were my L2. number 1 and number yeah. 2 yeah. like ll before before ll before i like got into ll's music i was just doing mm-hmm. poetry and then when I heard I'm bad, oh, that was it for me. And I'm telling my age, you oh, know. Oh, it's
1: but all good. It was a
0: rap. when I heard I'm bad. Oh, yeah. it was over.
1: It was over. Oh.
0: And Slick Rick, oh man, you, you see, my name is Slick Sean, so you already know hey, I got right. homage for the brother. <laughs> come on, come on, already, already.
1: already. <laughs> I mean, KRS-One, of course. Um, so many. It's like everybody back then. It was just everything was so top tier. I mean, Special Ed, Antoinette, Nikki D,
0: all it's of that. Sonic. <laughs> I oh, remember that. JJ Fad, Old yeah. Town Three
1: Five Seven. Oh, Why yeah. ain't nobody talks about Old Town Three oh, Five Seven?
0: I don't know. They didn't get the props that they deserved, though. They were sure.
1: so dope to me. You know. Mm-hmm. Um... Roxanne Shantae, you name it, all of them, all of them played a big part in in why I do what I do, you know, but I but I I mainly have to say light is a rock. MC Light, that did it for me. That took me over the edge. I was like, okay,
0: okay, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) This is why
1: we're in like sixth grade rewriting verses trying to mimic exactly what she did and this is why
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: Glenwood elementary come on but yeah, Me yeah. Like, oh my god
0: yeah so you was in a group called uh gypsies mm. tell us about that tell us about that I'll, group I'll
1: tell my sisters the gypsies so as I as I got older and started honing my skills I um my pops used to take me to talent shows and uh, you know, there were a couple of talent shows I entered in um, and started getting my name out there. Now I was, I was singing before I was rhyming for real. Um, But as time went on, hip hop just completely took me over. Like I said, and started doing these talent shows and then linked up with different entertainment companies Shouts out to Black the Basic. I gotta, I gotta take it through the whole step so you can get the whole picture. Black the Basics were the first people to put me in the studio. From Black to Basics, I went on to do other things and linked up with collaborate with other people. You know how you network and you meet with different groups of people that they got studios, blah, 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 blah. So as mm-hmm. I'm doing my thing, I'm meeting this other entertainment company. Uh, entertainment company had different people coming through to record and Ganga Lee ended up coming there one night and I was in the booth. Ganga's like, you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm forming an all women's hip hop group. What's good? Who you with? I'm like, I- I'm me. I'm independent. You know what I mean? Like, what's good? I'll collab with whoever linked up with ganga ganga had like three other girls you know so she's like i got this group all of them crazy i heard her spit and i'm like my god like wait a minute this could be monumental this could be epic like y'all crazy i never heard nobody spit like that you know what i'm saying i never heard nobody spit like her so you well madam melodious with the vocals you had um Queenie Locks, and then we had like, we had uh, other members that were in New York. Shouts out to Queen Heroin, MFW7. Like, we were a clique of women that were really going hard, and we used to travel up and down the East Coast just rhyming and killing it. And um, we used to do promos for the Buddha Brothers and DJ B on the local radio stations out back in VA. And Mm -hmm. Like, that was something huge. If you were able to do the intros for the DJs on the radio stations, that was the big thing. So our name got out there because we started doing promos for for everybody, you know? Got shows, used to travel, open up for all kinds of artists, you know what I mean? Used to work with crazy producers, producers that are Grammy winners right now, like... It, it was an amazing ride, but that's how I linked up with them. And shouts out to Third Eye Entertainment, Pete, Joe City, all them dudes. Salute to them. Like we had just a great time. Suspects, you know what I'm saying? That was down with Third Eye Entertainment. It was like a big old family. Um it was it was amazing. So yeah, I was yeah. with Jimmy's for we were we were together for a long time. All women killing it on the mic, traveling up and down the East Coast, making a name for ourselves. Yeah. And it's a blessing to, to know that people are still listening to what we did back in the early 90s. I was just a kid. I was like 17. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 18. Like, I could barely buy a pack of cigarettes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, out here, killing it. You know, just just, oh, young Rudy poop, rhyming just Bro, dreads in my head, gap teeth, like, ah, just raw. You know what I'm saying? I loved <laughs> it. I freaking loved it. And we all had like dreads. We, you know, back when it was taboo, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it won't nobody rock a dreads like that. So you see all these girls coming with dreads in their hair, just real East Coast, like, ah, it was crazy. <laughs> yo, we were, yo, we were the shit, bro. Like, our group was everything. We used to hold open mics. And put other artists on the platform like yeah we did it we did it va va legendary type stuff and shouts out to all the other va crews drama fate junipus like i said suspects um you had the the fat noggin civilians there were so many people the ugly people va had a scene that was unlike any other
0: so I got a burning question. This is my burning question. Tell me what's your thoughts on the state of women in hip-hop?
1: I think there's not enough balance when it comes to women in hip-hop. Um, even beyond women in hip-hop, I think nowadays in hip-hop, period, Uh, <laughs> I always say that keep, keep, and I know where it's going, so we just put it out there, right? keep your Cardi's, keep your Megan's, keep the sexual confidence, keep it out there, right? My thing is, is that include more of another type of style or this, or how we used to do because back in the day, like I always said, you you had Lauren, you had Kim, you had Foxy, you had Bahamidea, you had Raw Digger, you had so many different types and everybody got to shine. It wasn't just one thing at a time. That's the difference. It's not balanced anymore. It's like once the industry figured out, oh my God, sex sells. It's like they forgot about the relatable women. Not everybody wants to show they stuff. Not everybody is out there like, oh, you know, look at me. That's fine because every woman has that side, but they're not, not everybody's flaunting it. Like Mm -hmm. I can't relate to that because I don't flaunt it like that. But I know at the same time, I'm not about to be in my bedroom listening to Boom Bat with my dude. So I get it. Like, we need all of that. (laughs) We need all of that. Keep that. But bring out more of the lyrical uh, people that uh, regular women, you know what I'm saying? Like, just the normal everyday woman who's just out here on her grind, you know what I'm saying? Wanting to listen to some real stuff that they can relate to. You know, not every woman's going to have a Birkin bags and the this and the that. And not every woman is out here showing themselves or whatever and may not carry themselves like that. Okay, fine. Give us something that we can relate to. Because I feel like, I think that's one of the things that I'm, I'm grateful for coming up, you know, mm-hmm. earlier in the game, like through the golden era, learning from that and having a Lauren and having a Raw Digger and having a bah- Bahamadia mainstream now. Mm-hmm. mainstream, videos, Yo! on TV Raps, BET, VH1. I see this on my screen. I'm getting all of this. I'm getting Jazzy Fat Nasties. I'm getting Erica. I'm getting all, all of this good stuff. I'm getting Jill. I'm getting all of that. And then I got Kim and then I got Foxy and then it's difference. You know, we had everything. Now it's just more of one thing. I just want them to bring back the diversity in it and not just making it all about that one style, because there's more facets in in areas of women to be explored than that. And then I feel like they cut it out. You know what I mean? Like why? And then if they do try to bring out a, a, a woman that's talking about something, they try to keep the focus on one woman. You know, mm-hmm. like. I love Rhapsody. Do not get me wrong. She's one of the illest women to come out. Illest MC, Excuse me. I'm not just going to put it on women. Illest MCs yeah. come out in a long time. But imagine if we had it like how we did early where you had Lauren, Bahama, Raw, all of them at the same... breath. Like, sure. we had it all we got it in one WAP. And it was like, oh my God, we need to bring that back. We need to bring that back.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Facts because on facts, it, everything you said, all yeah. facts. It's
1: it's it's more than one side of the woman. It's not just all about the putting your sexual side out. We have that side, but we got this side too.
0: Right, definitely need to see a full representation. We, out we need there a full sure.
1: representation. That's all that I ever, as soon as I seen it, you know the scales tip into that one side. Like, mm-hmm. oh no,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Let's even this mug back. Out. Right, even it new. out. Even it out, bruh. Now people, oh, they just need to get rid of it. No, you don't. Don't get rid of it because somebody out there is able to relate to a Cardi, to a Megan, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't choose to talk about that stuff because that ain't that ain't me. You know, as far as putting myself out there like that, mm-hmm. you know. I I still talk about sexual things. I just do it in a different way. I I do it with more poetry or more, you know, innuendo type things. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Got a track called Sweater Weather about to drop on my new track. (laughs) Waiting for
0: it. Oh, snap. Y'all heard that on the Spotlight series,
1: a new track about to drop. Yeah, soon, soon, yeah. But you know, oh, new album, and on and on and on that album, it's not just all coming at you lyrical miracle spirit. You know, it ain't just that. <laughs> I, I'm a woman. I got knees. I talk about it too, but it's just done in a different way that certain women who think like me can relate to. You know, it's not just all boom in your face, and there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's you. I did that's you, you all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fine. Do you, queen? You know? But yeah, we just need the balance back. That's all. For that's sure. how I feel about women in hip hop. Bring the balance yeah. back. It's more than just booty shaking shit out here and ass titties out, bruh. Like you got fully clothed women who are still confident sexually, that just don't have to flaunt it. And they spit in bars.
0: Y'all Bring heard it. Back. Keith Turner said it right here on Spotlight <laughs> Series. Bring the balance back. You know Bring what I'm the saying? Balance back. And that's, that's a perfect segue because I'm about to drop this. I'm about to play this track called Yolandas. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, right here on the Spotlight Series, Yolandas by Keith Turner. Pain is the mother of creativity.
1: The I guess when you like Jesus, you won't always have a Judas. Forgiveness was the better, and I still rock with you regardless. Oblivious to your secret jealousy and heart of darkness, the type of shit you said to me I should make you a caucus. since you acting like an animal, mutt, dog, and lawless. You should be run over ten times. But instead I'd rather pray I let Jesus take the wheel and move the whip out of the way Cause when your soul's astray Only God can bring you back It's not my fault You never healed and your mental suffers lack Going black when somebody gets a little bit to shine Your eyes too weak to handle it So you stay going blind Got that noble nine Yeah, I'm on that playlist like I should apologize for my greatness. No, it's not my fault you let that ink run dry. I thought you was about this life, but it was all just a lie. Wishing death after congrats, man, them poles is by. You added years to my life, trying to curse me to die. God brought me too far, so your weapons will never prosper. No. You played the role well, though. I should hand you an Oscar. The whole time your heart towards me was pure trash. I'm glad I disposed your ass. Glad I disposed your ass. I'm not perfect. Everybody has their crazy ways, but some things in life you should never ever fix your mouth to say. you just another crab up in the Chesapeake Bay, and I got a pot of boiling water for that ass today. I saw that knife that you pulled when I pulled your card. I should have cut you off then, but I love so hard. Yo, niggas is unstable. You must understand that high winds can cause damage from a real big fan. I stay praying God reveals my enemies, and then I seen her. They got to go. You ain't going to end up like Selena. It's a promise. My eyes open. I see the Yolanda's. See the signs before you start making comments. Cause the closest ones to you can end up Yolanda's. Come God, it's a promise. My eyes open. I see the Yolanda's. See the signs before you start making comments. Cause the closest ones to you can end up Yolanda's. Oh, God,
0: So tell me about this this deal with red man so you <laughs> he did a he he played your song or what had happened okay I saw some
1: so yeah, Red man wanted women on his playlist he has a playlist out there right now called the Come Get It playlist all right um I, because I follow him on Instagram. I went to his story one evening and I saw that he was like, you know what I'm missing from my playlist? I'm missing women who's spitting. And I ain't talking about rapping, y'all. I'm talking about MCs. I, I want some women who's spitting. He was like, if you wanted them, I need you to submit your music for my playlist right now. So I was like, oh, oh <laughs> Yeah. So I sent him a link to shoot for the stars. I got a message later on that same evening, and he was spazzing out to it, spazzing. Um, and I ended up on that that playlist. That has to be one of the biggest things that's happened for me. I mean, getting that type of acknowledgement from an icon, because Redman is an icon,
0: what? right? Don't. Come on.
1: Did you see the verses last night? I should be. I am mean, sure <laughs> <laughs> so cool, 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 wow. like bro. Um, I grew up listening to that brother, so for me, I I, I didn't sleep for like three days. I was like, "Yo, Redman like my song, bro." <laughs> right? Like, I'm calling my brother. Redman like my song. My dad. <laughs> Red, do you know Redman? Yeah, baby. I I know. I know. I know. He liked my song. I was going crazy. I was going crazy. So yeah, he put it on the playlist. And and it was so crazy that people actually thought that this brother like Redman was scamming people to be Man, on a, a playlist, on. bro? Like, are you kidding me? Because, you know, I, I think Jada Kiss and some other artists got a bad rap about doing that or whatever that I guess they thought all artists were trying to scam people to pay them to be on this Mm-hmm. Uh, playlist, you know, or pay to be on the playlist and they ain't, ain't no playlist. Like, what? And so, yeah, the playlist is out. The playlist is official. And he was very hands on. I'm going to say that. He was very hands on with this playlist. So when you actually corresponded with someone, no, you corresponded with the man himself. Mm-hmm. He handpicked and talked to, people personally you know what i mean because i had the opportunity to talk to uh, a few artists like maybe three artists from there where we were all talking like oh my god this is really this is really red man like <laughs> this on this <laughs> so we were all like yeah you know what i mean so no like yeah that brother is uh solid consistent he ain't on that bs with that and thank god he put me on that playlist and um yeah yeah that, was, that was
0: dope. That was a good look for sure. That was a
1: for really sure. good look. I mean, come on, somebody of his caliber that's all about lyrics, all about bars. He knows about the cadence, the breath control. I mean, everything that goes into being a hip hop artist, not a rapper, a hip hop artist. And for him to acknowledge it, it was just like, wow, you know, like, you asked me earlier about, like, um you know, what would you say to artists that are up and coming, right? I would say it's great to get validation from people, but still believe in yourself too. The validation that comes from other people are like the icing on the cake. As much as I love me some Red Man, as much as I love, la, 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 la. Whether or not I got that cosign and that validation from him, it doesn't determine whether or not I'm gonna stop or keep going, you know what I mean? Because a lot of people will continue to do what they do based off of the, the validation they get from others all the time, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If it's a passion and you love doing it, you're gonna do it regardless for sure. So, so yeah, like I, that validation was every, everything to me. You know, and that just helped push me even further.
0: So for sure. I thank God for that. Man, I that was God a dope, that. dope, dope look. Hey, that he he good, he good. had no choice. You a dope artist, and you ain't dope, you ain't not dope female artist, you a dope artist, period. You know thank what I'm saying? You. So thank you. that's he thank had no choice. <laughs> well, hey, I wanna I wanna thank you again for stopping by on the spotlight series podcast. And we're gonna sign out, y'all and Keith Turner in a world full of darkness. The spotlight is on you. Thanks for watching Spotlight Series Podcast. I'm your host, Slick Sean. You can follow on Facebook, Spotlight Series Podcast on IG, Spotlight.Series1. You can stream the podcast at SpotlightSeries.net, watch on Roku TV, Facebook Watch, IGTV, and stream on all podcast listening platforms. In a world full of darkness, the spotlight is on you.